Are you doing the intro? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I haven't done it in a while, even though I know I did it not last episode over the time before. I know, but you can go ahead and do it this time. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> As always, you must count it. Ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. You got some spaining. You got some spaining to do. You got some. You got some. Go on, let's go now. Welcome to Splainin', the podcast where two guys explain things to each other that they should know, but they don't. I'm Evan Smith. And I'm Jeff Sims. Welcome, Evan. Thank you. Welcome to you. Thank you. I actually listened to, I can't remember if it was today or yesterday, I just flicked on um, the very beginning of episode one. I haven't re-listened to anything that we've done, oh. but I flicked on like just the first like five minutes. Ooh. It's really charming, I thought. Aren't we? Oh, well, it's just like, <laughs> just we just sound so sweet and innocent, you know? <sighs> little did we know. Well, Literally we... little did we know. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are. Nine episodes later. Oh my God. <laughs> As if it's been all this time. What a wealth of information we are. Yeah. I mean, definitely more of a wealth than I was. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I know my primary colors. Do you? Nope. Quiz me. Um, nope. Yes. Nope. You know what we should do? What? Is like down, like maybe like the 25th or 50th episode, we do <gasps> like a pop quiz episode. Yeah, and yeah, you get quizzed yeah, yeah, on yeah. questions on things you were explained. Yeah. Like we should do that. Just come up I with I would all, love that. Oh, I'm totally into and that. And one would be, Jeff, what are the primary colors? Uh, great. And I would say, I don't know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yellow, blue, that. and green. What? Yellow, blue, and green. No. Red, no. yellow, and green. Red, no. blue, and yellow. Red, blue, and yellow. Red, blue, and yellow. It's the colors that make <laughs> other colors. Okay. Right? So, like, if you're yeah. painting... Like, remember, like, when you were painting as a kid, like, you could make other colors by uh-huh. excusing colors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's the primary colors. I, know, I understand what the primary colors Do are. You? I just don't know what they are. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just think it can't be green, because yellow and blue make green. Okay. <laughs> I'm not, now I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just agreeing with Actually, you Actually, you know where it really comes into play? Huh. Is... Um, Whenever you're using food coloring, on the box of the food coloring, they usually get like four colors in your box. On the box, it says, because you only get like a few colors. So on the box, it'll say five drops of green, two drops of yellow, and one drop of red, and you'll get orange. How many times has, has that happened for you? Whenever I've used food coloring. But when do you use food coloring? <laughs> <laughs> when do you use food coloring? Uh, when do you make it like a special coloring? drink. Like especially if Tiffany's like... And like drinks? No, like a non-alcoholic. Like I'm trying oh, to like okay. fancy up a non-alcoholic drink for somebody. Oh, okay, okay. I'll like make it a nice color. Interesting. Yeah. Just I'm trying like to think of like, like I mean, you would do it when you're baking, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying not to think that I like, ever do that. That's what I was saying. I was yeah. like, how would that ever be no. <laughs> helpful? No, that's not, that's not where I use it for. Funny. But uh, yeah. Yeah. And here we are. Um, before we get started, corrections corner. Oh, well, you saw the message. About, oh, yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I've already forgot. I've already blocked out the correction. Yeah. Go on. Um, one of our avid lister, listeners, uh, Kristen, wrote us and said uh, that we are incorrect in what we said about the impeachment uh, of uh, the presidents. We said that uh, none of them had been impeached when in reality, uh, Bill Clinton and Donald Trump were both impeached, but neither of them were actually uh, kicked out of office. Yeah, it, it was like they were impeached by Congress takes a vote. They are both impeached, apparently, and then yeah. the Senate can overrule the impeachment, and yeah. which happened in both cases. I am the Senate. Nice. Thanks. It's not an episode of Swing Without a Star Wars reference. And it's not. <laughs> no. And you know what? After this one, mm-hmm. we're outside the realm of episode blank Star Wars, because this is episode nine. Yeah. Well, so you can't do it anymore. Episode 10 will be Rogue One. <laughs> 
In non-chronological... What is wrong with... <laughs> I don't know, I'm worried. I'm having a lot of really heavy rotations. Can you smell burnt toast? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, I'm so- also... I just have my phone next to me and just watching my texts because... Um, You're rude. Because I'm rude. But no, because no. Uh, it'd be rude not to because <laughs> at any moment my wife might text me and say, yeah, I think I'm in labor. And then I have to That's leave. so <laughs> shocking of us. <laughs> well, and you like, just go birth our child. I'm going to go talk to my friend. <laughs> well, no, it's just that we've had many nights where it's like, it, this might be happening. Like Oliver mm-hmm. has been like a bit of a, like you just don't know what he's going to do. So no. she's like, I think he might be coming. I think mm-hmm. he might be coming. And it happened a few nights and he, nothing came of it. No. We were like amped and ready. So tonight is like a different still. And she's still like, I think he might be coming. But I'm like, yeah. well, if it escalates at all, I'll just be done. I'll just come upstairs. Yeah, it's that's fine. not a problem. Then I'll just do the rest of the show by myself. Yeah, I got my notes here. You just run I'll back and forth. I'll read my notes. And try and do my voice and just okay. run, run back and forth. Fun. All right. That could be a different change of pace. <laughs> I'd love to be a fly on the wall during that. Yes. Well, you can just listen to the episode. Yep. Mm. Um, so then this is another themed episode. And it is. Uh, and that theme is conspiracies. Dun, dun, dun. Burn. What was that? I was the extra button on the end of your uh, okay. sting there. It sounded like the like a truck. <laughs> <laughs> the Doppler effect, which is what we were just talking about. Yep. Uh, anyway, so conspiracy theories. Conspiracy actually, theories. Actually, somebody asked us to do conspiracy theories. They did actually. They brought it up, yep. and we asked them which ones, and they said all of them. And yep. I said, great. And we, I, we all, <laughs> something we always wanted to do anyway. They were yeah. on our list. Yeah, yeah, they're super interesting. Um, we narrowed it down to a couple, uh, and we might do a couple more later. Who's to say? We definitely will. Yeah, I mean, also through mine, there's a bunch of historical things that came up. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I don't know anything about that. And I clicked the link to be like, do I need to describe this to Jeff? And I was like, can't too much. No, everyone could be its own topic. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of have a, a small list of topics through researching this topic. Ooh, that's yeah. always fun. Yeah, yeah. The Bay of Pigs invasion. Know anything about that? Yeah. I know nothing about it, other than that's a lyric and we didn't start the fire. Oh, yeah, yeah, Well, actually, I talked a little bit about the Bay of Pigs during the Watergate scandal. Oh. Yeah, yeah, because those, uh, those Cuban um, ex-CIA guys yes. who broke into the thing, they were at the Bay of Pigs. Mm. Yeah, and they were actually commanders and chiefs in that. Well, full circle, the cover-up. coming back. Mm-hmm. Vietnam. Uh, cool. So I guess I'll get started, will I? Please do. Why not? Uh, so my, I don't even know if, if I want to call it a conspiracy. I mean, it is a conspiracy, but it's more so of uh, an interesting topic of choice, uh, especially over the last year. What do you mean you don't know if you don't want to call it a conspiracy? Because it's not really a conspiracy. I mean. It is. I mean. The conspiracy is that. They're like the whole covering up of it and like. Or whether, whether it exists or not is the conspiracy. It's like a lot of people are like, anyway, you tell what it is. I know what it is, but. All right, well, go on then. Uh, Area 51. Yes. Yeah. Um, like always, Evan, tell us. What do you know about Area 51? Well, Area 51, I know, is a place in the States mm-hmm. in some desert. Maybe Nevada. It's is Nevada. it Nevada? It's Nevada, yeah. Nailed it. Um, well, it's near Nevada, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's where they think either like aliens have landed, like landing sites, and they've like quarantined it all off, or they have like aliens captured, and like this, the whoever is in charge of Area 51 is like experimenting on them or whatever. Uh, that's kind of bleak. Yeah. Yeah. So is that, that's, I mean, that's to, all I know. to be honest with you, that, that's the, the core of the conspiracy. Yeah. I mean, that's anybody... all I, know. I don't know why anyone thinks that. No. Yeah. 
but that's but that's exactly it. So it's yeah. been the kind of housing center for all like and it's some sort of military or something. Is yeah, military like UFOs base? and all this kind of stuff. There's a there have been a lot of sightings right. near that area of right. UFOs. There have been a lot of like pictures and a lot of like hanky panky in that area. But why can no one go there? Is it like an army base? Yeah, yeah. Well, the government has it completely restricted. The military and no one knows one. why, other than like there's well, no they one. know. So this is this is where it kind of comes oh, down to. Okay. So in the early fifties, yep. uh, the CIA actually set up Area Fifty One. Okay, and it was. Excuse me. It was set up near Nevada to test uh, experimental spy planes. Oh. Because coming out of World War II and heading into the Cold War, right. uh, a big thing for the U.S. was to try to spy on Russia. And if the planes flew a little too low to be able to get, gather intel, Russia would be able to see them. And there was right. actually a big fear of Russia shooting planes out of the sky. I believe it. It happened. So, Are these unmanned spy planes? No, this is the 1950s. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was the big fear is that the planes went over. So the... Um, CIA created Area 51, like you said, that empi- entire part of the desert, right. um, to do tests to try to get spy planes. It's literally the derivative of it. Sweet. Um, it's roughly 83 miles from actual Nevada and near the Nevada test sites from where they tested roughly 1,000 nuclear bombs. Sure. From 1951 to 1992. That's the thing that blew my mind over all of this, was that like I knew they tested like one nuclear bomb in the desert just to be like, all right, are we going to bomb Japan with this? And they're like, right. yeah, let's do it. But... The, they tested over a thousand nuclear bombs in on Can you US say that soil. word again? Nuclear. N- One more time. Nuclear. Not nuclear. 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 Yeah. yeah. That's what I said, but then you made me second guess it. And I went nuclear. <laughs> I feel like you were, you were bouncing back and forth. You were ping ponging it. I was ping ponging it. Yeah. Um, um, okay. That's crazy. Yeah. So, so, like, obviously, obviously, like a. Um, well, like, a, what's the word? Like a controlled test. Like, yes. how does, yeah, because they couldn't yeah. just have radiation going. No, 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 no. And that's, that's what it does. So, the US oh, okay. government actually has about 3 million acres worth of land, federal right. owned land, yeah. that they do these kinds of tests and stuff on. Wow. Um, but a lot of it is just in the desert. There's hardly any life there, that kind right. of thing. Um, so, they've just been like blown shit up. Sure. Honestly. And like the kind of tests that they've done have been like kind of gross, like a little inhumane. Not inhumane, but like unethical. On like, animals? Yeah, like they sedated like seventy five pigs, and like put like put them into these little boxes and just like laid them within blast radius to see what happens to the pigs afterwards with radiation. Yikes! Yeah, it's pretty bleak. And they put a bunch of soldiers in a trench, just outside of the radiation. Point. Actual soldiers? Yeah, like people. Okay. Uh, outside of the blast radius and the radiation radius, right? And just didn't tell them what was going on. They're like, we're gonna test some explosions and stuff. We just need you to keep watch and just set off a nuclear bomb to see how they would react to the magnitude of what was happening, to like see whether or not they could actually set off nuclear bombs like during war. Whoa! They've done some weird stuff, and like you've seen, um, I don't know why this jumps in my head, but but the new Indiana Jones movie, I have not. Like the Crystal, the Kingdom of Crystal Skull. I can honestly say I haven't seen one. Indiana Jones movie. That's rude, Evan. I know. It's so good. And my son's name is Harrison, so figure that out. Mm, I can't. Uh, but in one of it, the the Nazis capture him and put him into this Nevada test site, and he wakes up. Why are the Nazis in control of the Nevada test site? Uh, there's actually a lot of... Uh, so have you heard of Operation Paperclip? No. Operation pa- That's a completely different... It's the little guy who comes up on like Windows 97. <laughs> <laughs> the little tips corner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like it's all a CIA hack. He's like, "Hi, I'm Steve. I'm here to help." <laughs> What's your social insurance number? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
No, it's uh, it's Operation. Like that's another conspiracy. But Operation Paperclip. Well, it's not a conspiracy. It's a fact. They um, when Nazi Germany fell. Yes. All of the scientists, oh, and yes. doctors, uh, Russia and U.S. just yeah. went and gobbled them all up. All and right. So we had over a hundred. I say we, but the U.S. had over a yeah. hundred uh, German doctors and scientists yes. working on nuclear weapons in Area Fifty One. I knew as this part actually. Of, uh, yeah. While I didn't know about Area 51 specifically, but yeah, uh, but anyways, Harrison Ford was put placed into one of those uh test sites and he woke up and he was like, What's going on? He was in this strange house and he walked down the stairs and there was mannequins. Have you ever seen like the fake towns that they create to see yes. what would happen to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was down, he was like, What the hell is going on? And then he realizes he's in a test zone, he, he hides in a fridge because there's like the oh aluminum foilings God. of it. Anyways, it's he would have died, but it's Harrison Ford, right? Can't Harrison go. Ford crashes planes all the time and doesn't die. Nope, you know that, right. Harrison Ford crashes planes in real like life. Not acting? And no, no, in real life. He's a pilot and he has crashed numerous times. <laughs> <laughs> like, not once, not twice, like maybe three times. Right. I think now he's finally being investigated on whether or not he should be flying. Yeah, I mean, it's probably time. Now he's flying. Hit a chewy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just <Yeah>. imagining it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it is funny. Um, so like I said, it became uh, Area 51 became the central place for testing and just trying to create these spy planes. Right. Right. Um, one of their actual tasks and one of the original tasks in the 50s was to try to recreate the Wonder Woman plane, like the pure invisible plane. Like, have you ever seen, like, the old cartoons of Wonder Woman? Right. She's flying around in an invisible plane. It's just her sitting down, and she's just flying in nothing. You can see her, but you can't see the plane? Yeah. Oh. Because the plane would be invisible, That's right? That's a shitty invisible plane. It it's a real invis- shit invisible plane. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> hey, look, a woman flying through the sky. At least it'd be inconspicuous if they saw the plane. Yeah. Who's in that plane? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's what they were trying to do, to spy on the Russians. Okay. Uh, around this time, obviously, a lot of the American people started to spot flying objects that they've never seen before, mm-hmm. which I think the is super important. Like, UFO is just unidentified right. flying objects. We, we Doesn't mean it's from another planet. Or that it's a flying saucer. It's just no. unidentified as a flying object. You know yes. what I mean? So they would see planes that they've never seen before, and they would call right. them UFOs, and they would yep. just kind of get distorted. Um, but a quote that I saw where radical planes get tested, radical planes get spotted. Yeah. And that was the truth. And so from the 50s to about 70 to, well, actually, right up until the early 90s, right. um, there was just lots of sightings of just planes, different types of planes and stuff right. like that. And being, people were like, I've never seen a plane like that. That must be a flying saucer. Exactly. And they just kind of took it and ran. Um a lot of Area 51 debunkers are now actually confirming that the so-called UFO spottings align perfectly with the now declassified flight schedule of a lot of these testing planes. Right. In 1955, the secret U-2 plane took flight from Area 51, mm. which is one of their um, bigger successes. The pilot later got shot down. They still haven't found what they were looking for, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> U-2 plane, come on. Yeah, I know. Go on. God. Uh, the pilot actually later got shot down flying over Russia in right. 1961. And when he got caught flying over and got shot down, it created an absolute shitstorm yeah. uh, between Russia and the U.S. And the U.S. actually had to come out and say, oh, yeah, that was us. We built that plane. Mm. And this is what Area 51 is. So because Russia actually shot down one of the planes, then they had to come out and say, oh, right. yeah, that was that was us. Yeah, because there's a family going, my 
person is dead. Yeah. And you have to explain what happened. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so they did a lot of those. Um, and there was like this really weird history of chain of like out of nowhere, this really, really weird plane that no one has seen before that can do these crazy things mm. was shot down or broke down. And then the U.S. had to be like, oh, yeah, we made that seven seven months ago in the, in the desert. Right. <laughs> you know? Um, so in the 1960s, they were all about the development of the Archangel and the SR-71 Blackbird. Uh, one of the developers took one of the SR-71 fighter jets to Area 51 and drove it there from across the country. Mm. And there was all sorts of pictures taken of him driving down the highway with this like it like when you looked at a picture, just picture a jet. Yeah. And instead of it fitting in just like a big cargo truck, they made the thing that carried it the exact same shape right. as it. Right. It was like a pizza box. They were driving <laughs> with a pizza box. And it was just like it just screamed like UFO, like something right. funky, and then it went all the way to Area 51. Right. Uh, so a lot of that uh, caused a lot of raised eyebrows, we'll call it, for flying saucers. Um, so the Top Gun movie plot. Yes. Do you know Top Gun? Uh, I've seen it once. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it actually came from one of the projects in Paradise Ranch of okay. collecting old Russian planes and testing them and, and testing a lot of these stealth things. Right. Uh, so one of the conspiracies is Tom Cruise is a part of Area 51. Of just course. because he starred in the movie. Right. Like, of course it would. Uh, and in the 1970s, several movies implied that the moon landing was filmed at Area 51. Oh, ah, yeah. because that's another conspiracy is the moon landing wasn't real. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that it was actually filmed at Area 51, and the studio for Area 51 is still there, and that's why they have it on such hard lockdown, because people are trying to find the studio, and they don't want anyone to find it. Oh. Yeah. Um, so Apollo 11 astronauts actually trained near Area 51 uh, for three days, and they actually used the grounds with the craters in them as good test ground to mimic the terrain that they would experience on the moon. The craters from the nuclear blast. Exactly. Okay. Uh, there, and there's actually an audio recording uh, in 1972 uh, while it was being broadcasted that they compared the geology um, to that of the craters in Nevada from the nuclear testing. Like, he was like, this is just like Nevada. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they didn't say it like that, but uh, that's pretty well right. there. So some common theories of what's going down okay. in Area 51. Please. So obviously, like I said, the moon landing. Yeah. They get more outlandish as we go down. Um, time travel and teleportation devices mm -hmm. are being held there. Good. Um, that's a big one. Weather control, that the government is trying to control the weather from Area 51. Um, in the okay. 1940s, Army and General Electric, so GE, they've been trying to control hurricanes. Okay. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, like chemtrails and all this kind of stuff. Uh, from 1962 to 1983, the U.S. government uh, started a thing called Storm Fury, mm -hmm. where they dumped silver iodide to weaken cyclones. They dumped them in the cyclone? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. What's a cyclone? Does that more have to do with water? Like, What's the difference between a cyclone and a hurricane? An, no, no, a cyclone and a, almost called it a twister, a tornado. A right. cyclone would be closer to a tornado. What's not? the difference? Are they just the same thing? Cyclone. I always think cyclone has something to do with water. There's something where if a tornado crosses over a plane of water, it takes the water up into it. So that's a cyclone, maybe. Because I think tornadoes typically just come up, not come up out of the ground, but like they start on land. Well, they come from the sky. Well, they kind of meet in the middle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like maybe a cyclone starts over water. No, no, no. I don't think they ever start over water. It, oh. It's on land and then it crosses water, I think. Sure. I don't know. I just made that up. Can okay. someone correct us, please? <laughs> Someone just email us at info.slainin.gmail.com and let us know. Um, another one is unknown chemicals, which sounds very strange. But like uh, in 1994, there was a big lawsuit 
uh, on Area 51 okay. for environmental safety and like health and safety for the employees. Um, that they were super super worried about anything actually leaving the site. Mm. That they burned everything on site. So anytime they had a garbage disposal of any capacity, they'd lay it on a patch oh. and just light it up. Right. And a lot of people got sick and two people died. Oh, shit. So of like, you know, what's going on? What are you guys doing? Right. But then there was also being like, what kind of chemicals are you actually dealing with? Right. Not, you know. So um, the investigation got nowhere and Clinton actually exempted Area 51 from all major environmental laws. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, there's some deep shit going. I think that anything that's like secretive, they're just like send it to Area 51. Yep. They uh I think that's I think there's a lot of it. I think when yeah. when there's just a lot of secretive stuff going on, they just yeah. do it there. Um but it kind of like Area 51 and these really weird like alien conspiracies kind of dropped off after Clinton. Really? Like they resurfaced again with obviously like the most recent video of that UFO that um the government Oh yeah, like like two or three months ago. Okay, no, I didn't. See yeah, that. they just released a video of um, U.S. the U.S. Air Force flying around, just seeing this other thing whipping around with them, and like they've released it and be like, we have no idea what this is. It finally became declassified. Wow. Yeah. Um. But it all kind of just stopped after Clinton. Right. Yep. Which is what, like mid to late nineties? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I don't know if it was late nineties. I'm not sure. That's what I'm asking. I'm not sure either. Okay. I don't know. I just came in real strong. Nineties for sure. Yep. Uh, black helicopters. What? Black helicopters. What are you talking about? Uh, that's another theory that they're holding black helicopters. These What's the stu- black helicopter? I don't know. They're oh. super stealth helicopters. <laughs> okay. Um, that were also, they kind of had this like men in black kind of feel that any time there was a UFO sighting, a black helicopter would, would come afterwards of like if a UFO like crashed or if it came over a city that this oh. black helicopter would come over to try to like, like shield, collect shield all the debris and like, yeah, right. exactly. Or like men in black be like, yeah. all right, let's clean up this debris and let's right. hide it to make sure no one finds out. Right. Right. And so that the black helicopters are there. Okay. The secret military aircrafts are exactly what I just talked about before. Now we get into the aliens. Yep. And alien tech and alien autopsies. Yeah. Right? So there's a couple of cases of alien autopsies of like people releasing videos of them doing autopsies on aliens and pictures and videos of aliens. Right. The majority of them, the people have come back and been like, yeah, that's fake. I made that up. Right. Um, but the most interesting one, and I'll talk about it now in a second. Um, I'll actually go back to it in a second, actually. The the last one is the Majestic 12. Okay. Have you heard of the Majestic 12? No. So in 1952, President Truman delegated the Majestic 12, who were hired to discover, collect, and analyze alien spacecraft. Okay, Area 51 was the home for the Majestic 12. Some say that the Majestic 12 actually came into contact with aliens and negotiated to have them meet with President Eisenhower, um, which I'm assuming was the subsequent president to Truman. Um, He made a deal with the aliens, giving the U.S. government access to alien technology in return for the U.S. to cover up all the UFO sightings. So it became the USA's mandatory thing to cover up all the the UFOs. Like, that's so out the lunch. Yeah. But resources were spent to create a group of 12 to do that. This is not this is not conjecture. This is fact. Um, or this is a conspiracy theory. No, no, no. The Majestic Twelve were a thing in 1952, and they their purpose was collecting alien aircraft. Yeah, you know now now we're saying it. <laughs> I like like maybe they it did. could be a part of the conspiracy right. that someone was like, man, Truman definitely did something, right? right you know? Yeah, yeah. Because if there isn't alien aircraft, then these guys sat around doing nutting, getting paid really well by the government. Mm-hmm. They obviously did. Um, so the aliens bit. So 
I'm going to take 20 seconds and explain Bob Lazar. Do you know what Bob Lazar is? No. So he was a, um, a physicist okay. who worked at Area 51. Well, actually, he worked at a, an area called S4, which was south of Area 51 okay. around 1982. Um, he was brought on because he lived in... Um, I think he was he was in Vegas at the time, and he had a 200 mile per hour um, jet engine installed in his Honda. He installed it himself. <laughs> yeah, he made this like massive jet engine installed, right. and he was in the news for it. And he was just like right. a physicist with okay. propulsion, all that kind of stuff. Right. So he was hired and brought over to Area 51. Long story short, yeah. When he got there, he was doing all these background checks and these clearances and stuff, and they finally hired him. Yeah. And they brought him in, and he was working on a UFO. He was actually working on like a flying saucer, like the definition. On creating one or no, 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 no. one that they had found? It was a reverse uh, engineering. So he, they found one and they said, you need to try to recreate what this is with means and products that are on this planet. Um, and so he went in and was doing all these tests on Wait, them. hang on. Is everything you're saying is potentially bullshit, right? Like, like no, as in I'm making it up? No, or no, 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 as no, in no. like this is a conspiracy theory. You're not saying this no, is no, no. fact. Bob Lazar was an actual person. There's a documentary on Netflix Where about he, there Bob Lazar. There is a UFO? Yep. Well, I mean, here's the thing. He could be bullshitting us. Oh, okay. It's okay, not okay. an actual no, fact. That's, like, that's my question. No, no, no. It's not 100% fact. Yeah, okay. Um, so Bob Lazar is an actual person. He's yes. actually alive. But they're not like, and here's the picture of the UFO he was no, making. No, 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 no. Okay. No. Um, so he got hired on to S4. Yep. which is in Area 51, or south of Area 51, yes. did all those clearances and stuff, and he was working on this UFO, this flying saucer. And the craziest thing about it is that he was there to work on the propulsion to try to figure out how the hell that thing got back and forth. Right. Because it did not, um, like part of um, thermal chemistry or thermal sure. physicist stuff, yep. it, big words. Thermal kinetics or whatever. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. That you cannot use energy without losing some of it to heat. Right. Right? There'll always be heat expenditure, and you'll always lose something to that. Like your light bulb, your yes. watch, everything that is yeah. electronic is going to lose product to heat. Yeah. Um, this UFO did not. Zero. Right. right? It also had a fuel source that they could not identify. Okay. It also did not, like, like what propulsion does is there's always a force moving backwards in order to move you forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether it's air, whether it's, you know, jet fuel, fire, yes. exhaust, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, in order to move you forward, there was nothing. And it was multi-directional. It would go up, down, left, right, circles, all everything like that. It can move however it circles. please. Circles. <laughs> Wee! Up, down, left, right, circles. <laughs> circles. <laughs> Triangles. Um, and what it did to do that is it created its own gravitational force. What? But it was a reverse gravitational force. So instead of uh, like gravity pulls you down or pulls right. you towards the object, it could use gravity to push, push it things up. away. So it created almost like a force field, and that's how it moved. It would just propel itself with that Off force of field. other things. Yeah. So like the only way he could describe it was like a magnet. Like you take two magnets, uh, the right. polar ends, put them together, and they'd force each other apart. Yeah. He was like, it was that, but it was not mag. It was not a magnetic field. It was a gravitational field. They couldn't understand how right. this thing did it. Okay. Uh, and it would, he would lift the top off this. It was all this like, it was an empty inside of the UFO. It was yeah. empty. Yeah. There was a tiny little chair. It was about three and a half feet in height. Right. So like it was made for like a little tiny alien. And little <laughs> tiny alien. Um, <laughs> sorry, it sounded funny. Um, and the, the only way it activated is if there was this little thing in the middle. And if you lifted it off, it turned it off. And he put it on and turn it on. And it was just, that's how the engine operated. And there was okay. no engine. And that he was just there to try to figure out how the hell it happened. Right. Um, 
And uh, he was working on one of nine UFOs that were in the hangar bay. Okay. There was one day he was working there and they had all the hangar bays open. You could see all the way down. He saw nine different shaped UFOs and stuff right. like that. And everyone went, they had different teams working on different ones. And he only had so much clearance to do certain things. Right. So he was, you were only there to work on the propulsion. There was nothing else there to work on. Right. And there was a different team that was there to work on the landing gears. There was a team to work on the, uh, I guess, potential threat of like attack, like right. um, military force, I guess, so right. that had guns or weapons or whatever. And you weren't allowed to talk to the other team. Right. Because no they want to have too much information. Exactly. They didn't want anyone to have the full picture. And no right. one was allowed there at the same time. And it was like this crazy, crazy clearance and lockdown. And he was just trying to figure it out. And through there, he actually discovered a hundred. Um, there was a, another uh, uh, chemical added to the periodic table. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's Is it called, now on the periodic table? It's now added. Yeah. Okay. It's 115. It's most covian. Sure. Yeah. And uh, they had no idea what it was before. Yeah. Almost every, uh, I guess, element yeah. has a um, breakdown or something like that. That like, it, not like a half-life, but like it, it, it has portions of it that breaks down. It's okay. not sustainable. Right. Um, the Muscovian on that spaceship. Yeah. Spaceship. Yeah. Spaceship. Spaceship. UFO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> um, would not break down. Okay. It was just a constant source of fuel and there was no... They didn't have to do anything with it. Right. If you, you had a finite amount on board, that's fine because that's it's it. not going to run out. Exactly. Mm. And when they try to recreate it, they can only recreate it for like two to three milliseconds, like of that actual element. Right. About like 20 years later, they actually discovered it and they can figure it out like 2000 or something. It was crazy. Um, so that proved his story. Um, they also, he also talked a lot about like, things about the actual Area 51 or about S4 okay. that only he would know if he was actually there. So I'll tell you kind of how we now know this information because okay. obviously he had a lot of huge clearances to be able to do this. Yeah, I'm very, I have many questions, but I'm just going to let you keep talking. Yeah. Um, They're all about Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Bob? Um, Isn't his name Bob? His name's Bob Lazar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You said, who's Bob? No, I, uh, that was one of your questions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, So, anyways, one of the things was in this normal clearance, anybody who's high-level security, yeah. they tapped their phones, they did all these kinds of things, because right. they wanted to make sure that you weren't going blabbing around. Like talking to a documentary crew. For a exactly. Yeah. Um, that you weren't telling your significant other yeah. and also making sure the biggest one is that you didn't have ties with other governments. Right. That was their biggest concern. Not yeah. about telling your wife more so, but, but yeah. other governments and they would check in on you. Like if yeah. you went to the gym every day, they would swing by to make sure you're actually at the gym. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like there was things like that. And that was very normal. He said that was a very normal part of his uh, life. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, so one day they just kick him out of the hangar and he was never called back to work. There was no communication. There was no nothing. He just didn't get a call to go back. He was just at home being like calling them, being like, am I coming back to work? And that, that's it. They just completely cut him off. And he was like, what in the hell is going on? Yeah. Um, he tried to contact other workers. They all were just like, nope. Like everything. He was like, uh-oh. And then he was going around and he was noticed he was being followed right. like a lot, like yeah. way more than normal. And he said, oh my God, they're going to kill me right. because there's no way they can be like, okay, thank you for doing your job. Now go work at Walmart yes. knowing everything that you know. So he's right. like, this is it. This is how I die. They're just going to take yeah. me one day and kill me. So what he did out of peer, fear and panic is he went and told his friends. They're like, he sat his closest friends down. Yeah. Listen, if I die in the next 
you know, X amount of time. This is why, blah, 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 blah. And he said, what I'm going to do is you can, you're not going to believe me what I'm telling you. I'm going to show you. So he brought his three friends out to the desert, right to the very edge. He knew the scheduled flights for all these UFOs. Oh, by the way, they could fly that thing. Okay. There was a guy who actually knew how to pilot the UFO. Okay. I don't know how, but they did. And him and all of his friends watched the UFO go up and all his friends were like, whoa. They did it three times. Once wasn't enough to go look at it. Him and his friends went three separate occasions. On the third occasion, they actually got caught. Okay. And they brought him in afterwards just to be like, what in the hell? Like, we literally told you you're not allowed to tell anybody. And he was like, all right, well, this is where I die. Right. And he goes, well, why didn't you call me back to work? I, I, and he explained himself. Yeah. And they said, yeah, so we tapped your phones, obviously. Yeah. And one of the, I guess, important things is obviously make sure you have no ties to the government, but also make sure that you have a, like a, a sound home, we'll call it. Like they have like a strong mental health. Right. Fam- like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You got a, you got a um, you're not vulnerable. We'll call it. No. Yeah, Do you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Or like a Support liability system. And yeah. 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 Like yeah. you're, you know, you don't have a history of mental illness. So you don't have right. something like that where yeah. you could break. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. they're tapping his phones and learned that his wife was having an affair with her airplane, um, tutor or teacher, her airplane tutor. <laughs> what are you talking about? She was in high school and she was taking airplane 3201. <laughs> What is an airplane tutor? She was she was trying to be a pilot, Evan. I just really stumbled <laughs> over my words. <laughs> I'm having the heaviest rotations tonight, man. Her flying instructor? Yeah, <laughs> like probably her flight instructor. Yeah, she was in her f- airplane t- tutor. <sighs> this is how you airplane. This is how you airplane, Karen. This is how you airplane. Yeah. Not even a formal teacher. He's a tutor. Yeah. He, he had <laughs> yeah. one of those posters on ex- a curricular. <laughs> yeah. With those little stringy things on the end. Yeah. After school. After she went to airplane yeah. school, she's like, you're not that great at flying yet. Or, yeah. or you're not airplaning yet. <laughs> anyway, go on. Oh, God. So they found out that she was having an affair. Mm. So they were like, oh, crap. If he finds out that his wife's having an affair, yeah. he's going to have a mental break. Like, yeah. it could, like, who knows? So he right. became a liability. Yeah. So they shunned him out, but kept him at a distance. Oh, this is him. the reason that they shined him out. Yeah. Oh, okay. To be like, they kept him at a distance to be like, we're going to see how this plays out. Right. Because if he never, ever finds out and maybe yeah. the affair ends or maybe he finds out and he's like, screw her. I don't really care. And he was, he was right. like, you know what I mean? They yeah, were, yeah. they were just waiting. Right. But then it was too late. He went and blabbed and told right. everything. So then they just let him go. And he was like, I have no idea what's going to happen in the next little bit. So then he just went and told everybody then. He was right. like, I need, he needed to get a story out as quickly as possible so that if something were to happen, people would know that it was the government. And that right. they, like, there would be a line of sight. Right. Do you know what I mean? Which uh, makes the government go, okay, well, we can't touch him. So guess what they did? They went and completely erased him from everything. Erase his social insurance, all of his uh, identities. They, so that when he says, I was there, like, we have no record of him ever no, being here. Well, I mean, they didn't have a record of him being there anyways because well, it was yeah. Area 51. No, but I guess... But his undergraduate, has, yeah. his master's degree, all of his jobs that he ever was at, they erased all the records for that. So his like diploma on the wall, that's the only thing he has that shows that he went to that school. Um, he went to go apply for other jobs and for other grants and for other things. Uh, and they tried to like look it up to verify it. And there's no record of him ever going to the school. He has pictures of himself outside the university. He had like, he has his name what? signed in. Oh yeah. They went above him just to decredit him. Yeah. Just yeah. to be like, this guy is a lunatic. He did not work here. He is not a physicist. Right. He is not nothing. He's a nobody from nowheresville. Right. And just and did he's all crazy. That. Yep. 
And that's that was that was what they did. And so he has nothing to his name anymore. Like he has no classification or certification to do anything. What's this documentary called that you watched? It's called Bob Lazar, Area Fifty One, and Flying Saucers, or or something like that. Like it's it, you you search Bob Lazar. Okay. The documentary itself is not great, right? In terms of like the production, the story of it is fantastic, right? Um, but Joe Rogan also has Bob Lazar on a podcast for about two and a half hours, and he right. explains the story through there as well. Um. Crazy story. Crazy, crazy story. And when Bob was actually walking through one of, like, from his... Everything was very regimented. Yeah. Like, he got on a plane in Vegas, and the plane took him to the desert. They had a specific tarmac. And then a bus picked him up from there and brought him to Area 51. They got from the bus, and a guard with a gun walked him to the hangar. Yeah. And then that was it. Like, you weren't allowed to touch anything, look at anything else. Like, it was very, like... You're here for a task, do that task. And and that is it. Yeah. Uh, There was one day, for whatever reason, they walked him around, like, a different way, and he was walking down a hallway, and one of the doors were open, and they saw them working on an alien corpse. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Yeah. Yeah, well... Yeah, yeah, um, but I mean the way he describes that, the level of detail right. and the level of intricacy and accuracy that he has describing everything else about the UFO, he's like, I saw that body for like twenty milliseconds. Yeah, the same as like you're walking down a hall and you saw yeah. something else yourself. So like the realistic thing is that it could have been like an actual body, like not an alien, and he just right. like caught a weird glimpse of it. They could have been working or on, like one like, of the weird radiation pigs. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, yeah. Honestly, yeah, you're right. You're right. So that that Bob Lazar story, I'm not going to go too much more into it because... Maybe the radiation pigs are the aliens. Maybe the radiation pigs like gained and they traveled and, and, and traveled away, traveled in time, came back... To try to stop us from radiating them. But then would they Marty McFly? Would they just start to disappear? Well, it depends on what narrative of time travel they're in. <laughs> Thank you. Good job. Thanks, buddy. So yeah, okay. So, so just so I'm clear, everything you just told me for the most part is Bob Lazar's story. Um, y- yeah, like yeah, that's from Bob's mouth. So like, oh yeah, there's yeah. no no one is is all uh, no one is is backing him going. Oh yeah, no, there there uh, are flying saucers. There's other evidence though. You know, I know that but, like, that confirms his story. Sure, yes, but like no one, no, like the government is not confirming. Yeah, we've got UFOs. No, no, no. The no, government no. isn't saying a single no. thing about no, Area no. 51. Okay. No, no. But I'm I'm I think the more accurate picture is is that the U.S. government is in a constant state of trying to. Be on top of innovation with technology, yeah. with all their spy gear, with all their military might, with everything that they're doing. Yeah. They're trying to be the pinnacle of all of that. Yeah. And they need a level of secrecy. They need to yeah. test. They need to do all these kinds of things. Yeah. Um, so that's just what Area 51 is. Um, of course, there's hanky panky, but is oh, yeah. it like hanky <laughs> panky? Hanky panky. Um, but is it like aliens exclusively yeah. and like UFOs and like I'm sure they have some wank ass stuff there. Oh, definitely. And I'm sure he might have even seen like them doing something with a body. Yeah. But it could have been a body that got like super mortal like mortally? Nope. Uh like M- maybe. What's the word for like changed a lot? Mutinated? <laughs> Mutated. Mutated. I don't what know. did you say? Mutinated. Mutinated. Uh, mutated, like, th- like you know, say they were, like, trying out these crazy new guns they just made that shoot, like, weird rays of something. Like, they yeah. shot at a person. That person mm. got super messed up. And they're like, well, let's check the corpse, see what happened to it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, and there's all these, like, secret tunnels under the right. ground. Um, and they have, like, anyways. I mean, no theory is better. Like, even if there aren't aliens and they're just doing all this crazy stuff, it's still like, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, I think the, the central conceit is that there's, there's two main questions yeah. in this world. Yeah. What happens when you die? Yeah. And are we alone? Yeah. 
And if one of them are answered in Area 51, yeah, that's big news. Yeah, Sim- by just simply saying there's some hanky, hanky, panky happening down yeah. here. We have stuff that we have no idea where it came from. It's not ours. I don't think we're alone. I'm certain. I mean, there's no way Earth is the only planet with life in the universe. But whether there's life that can travel to another planet or not, or like, well, we can travel to another planet, but like mm-hmm. travel to another galaxy, yeah, is questionable. And if so, why would they? Like, if they're so far more advanced than us, I'm. I would be surprised that they just like crash land. And well, that was get, a th- you know what I mean. That's the thing. Yeah, the way Bob Lazar explained it, he said us having this spaceship. Yeah, would be the exact same thing as us dropping a nuclear reactor in the Victorian ages. Yeah, you would just sit it there. They'd be like, "This thing is crazy." Yeah. They would try to open it up and try to figure it all out. They get yeah. to the core reactor. They would all die. Yeah. And then people come check on them. Then they'd all die. Yeah. They just have no idea what it is. Yeah. It's the same thing if you left a motorcycle with the keys in the ignition. Yeah. And you have enough people hanging around it for long enough, tinkering at it and flicking with it. Yeah. Eventually, they're going to learn how to turn it on. Eventually, yeah. they're going to know how to ride it. Yeah. They're never going to know how yeah. how to recreate it. But eventually, yeah. do you know what I mean? Just, yeah. just from tinkering with it. Yeah. I found that very interesting, but it's... Yeah, yeah. I I knew I wouldn't come to any sort of main conclusion of Area no, Fifty One. That's a lot of information I didn't have before. Yeah, and I mean, you heard about this whole raid Area Fifty One, where all these like yeah millennials, like memers and yeah, yeah, yeah. trolls and stuff, are saying they're just gonna like they're all just gonna raid Area Fifty One, yeah, sure, and just show up, and there was nothing the military was right, gonna do about be it. Too many of us. I'm like, yeah, there's not too many of you. People for showed a, up. People yeah, showed up. Yeah, not there's a lot. not too many of you for a nuke, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? If they're like, you know what? Boom. Yep. Or like, guys, what's what's that? Just an army of mutated pigs just <laughs> gallivanting towards <laughs> them. <laughs> uh, Area 51. Area 51. Wow. Any questions, concerns, issues? Maybe, but none we can discuss right now. I've, you said I, you had questions about Bob Lazar. Did I answer them? Yeah, my main question was like, yeah, you answered it already. Oh. Um, so moving forward, then there's a bit of overlap in this, actually. Is there? I mean, it's all like many most we, yeah many conspiracies are American. We've talked about they're this. all yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of them are based in the USA. No one cares about Newfoundland conspiracies. No, <laughs> very few. No, no. Did Aunt Martha's what? Did Aunt Martha have a sheep? No, don't know whether probably she did or not. not. No, no. What did happen in Pat Murphy's meadow? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think the biggest one would be like the cod moratorium, probably. Or well, like it's not something a conspiracy, about, or like Confederation, like oh, yeah. fifty-one to forty-nine yeah. percent of oh, some yeah. like That's weird definitely voting. Conspiracy, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah mm, definitely, Joey. Good point. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so the assassination of JFK. Mm. Here we go. On November twenty-second, nineteen sixty-three, at twelve thirty p.m., President John F. Kennedy was shot while riding in a motorcade during his campaign visit in Dallas, Texas. Motorcade was turning past the Texas School Book Depository at Dealey Plaza with crowds lined in the streets when shots rang out. The driver of the president's Lincoln limousine raced to Parkland Memorial Hospital, but after being shot in the neck and head, Kennedy was pronounced dead at 1 p.m. Half an hour later, he was 46 years old. The second fatal shot exited the president and hit Governor John B. Connolly Jr., who was also in the limo with his wife, breaking a rib, shattering his wrist, and ending up in his thigh. He was fine. How does, how does that line even make sense? Through his wrist, rib, rib and thigh. thigh. I guess so he w- must have been cocked up like this. Or, or, I mean, it could ricochet, I suppose. But we're going to come back to that bullet. Mm. Um, at 2.15... 
Lee Harvey Oswald, the new employee of the Texas School Book Depository, is arrested for JFK's assassination. He's 24 years old. Mm-hmm. TV networks suspend shows for four days. Wow. Uh, ten minutes after the shooting, CBS broadcast the first nationwide news bulletin that the president has been assassinated. After that, all three TV networks at the time, there's only CBS, NBC, and ABC. That's all there is. Really? Yep. Uh, they all cover the assassination for four days straight, the longest uninterrupted news event on television until September 11th in 2001. Wow. So here's some background info on our two main characters. Oh. <laughs> so, JFK. John Fitzgerald Kennedy was the 35th president of the United States. Okay. From January 1961 until his assassination in November of 1963. He was the fourth president to be assassinated. Previously, Lincoln, James Garfield, and William McKinney had all been killed during their, during their term. Oh. I know. Well, you, we know Lincoln. Mm. We talked about that with superstition. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, JFK served as president at the height of the Cold War. So like when Russia and the States were like button heads and like not playing in the same sandbox. Yep. Um, he authorized an attempt to overthrow the Cuban government of Fidel Castro in the Bay of Pigs invasion. Yep. Didn't go so well. No. Cuba was pissed. Russia was pissed. So Cuba let Russia put their nukes all up in their business, uh-huh. which leads to the Cuban Missile Crisis. And everybody's like, well, now the, the nukes don't have to fly across from Europe. They are just right there. Yep. And we could all die at any moment. Yep. Um, it's the closest the world has ever come to nuclear war. He established the U- U.S. Peace Corps. And he also aided the continuation of the Apollo space program, which you were just talking about. Which is what I was just um, talking which about. Which eventually succeeded in putting a man on the moon. Or did they? Hashtag conspiracy. Dun, dun, dun. Um, he was the president during some critical periods of the civil rights movement. He was a big sympathizer and supporter of the movement. He was also said to be quite the womanizer. Mm, I've heard that. Yeah. There's an episode of The Crown that's really good and apparently all based in fact where he is Did he sleep a- with the queen? What? Did he sleep with the queen? No, mm. he's a sleaze. He's played by Michael C. Hall, the guy who plays Dexter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's so good. But like, you feel so bad for his wife because he's just. Mm. Yeah. Um, he's said to reportedly had affairs with seven women. Marilyn Monroe. Yep. Hashtag conspiracy because she died and her death is a conspiracy as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, so that's just sort of a little background on him as a president. Yep. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald was born in New Orleans in 1939. His father died of a heart attack two months before he was born. He lived on and off in orphanages until he moved in with his mother when he was 12. So I'm like, why would you were 12? Like, your mom was like, I don't want to have a kid. You're going to the orphanage until you're a teenager. No, I, I, no, no, no. I don't think she took him back at 12. No, she did. Oh, really? That's what I'm saying. He moved in with his mother when he was 12. Oh. He was in and out of orphanages, so pre- presumably he was, like, with his mother in an orphanage with his mother. So I guess troubled system. Probably. I'm like, why do you want him when he's a teenager? Like, the hardest time to be parenting. You're like, yeah, he's a teenager now. I'll take him back. Yeah. Um, as a youth, he got super into socialism. And in 1956, joined the Marines, where he earned sharpshooter qualifications. Mm-hmm. And got super into Mar- Marxism. Mar- Marxism? Marxism. M-A-R-X-I-S-M. Yeah, I just wouldn't know how to pronounce it. Marxism, maybe. Marxism. <laughs> I don't know. I'm telling you, that's what you it sure? is. Yes. That's what I said. It sounded weird. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, like the daddy of So communism. Marx was the one who kind No, of I know that. Communism. But would you say Marxism? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he was honorably discharged from the Marines in 1959, and he defected to the Soviet Union for two and a half years right away. He wanted to stay, but was denied citizenship. The Marines found out he defected to Russia and changed his status to undesirable discharge undesirable number which sounds one. like a really gross unde- <laughs> undesirable discharge <laughs> it's gross. I don't like that. yeah it doesn't sound good it doesn't sound great at 
1962, Oswald uh. returns to Texas with his Soviet wife and young daughter. The next year, after a failed attempt to get into Cuba, he starts working at the Texas School Book Depository. Mm. After his arrest, um, Don Rather of CBS, CBS News, you know, all, we all know Don Rather, like famous news anchor. I don't. Like, like he was like a news anchor on CBS for like 50 years. Oh. Um, he says, the man is 24-year-old Lee Oswald, espouser of leftist causes, an active member of the Fair Play for Cuba Committee, and a vowed admirer of Russia and the Cuba's Fidel Castro, a man who once lived in Russia. <laughs> It's like, oh, he's guilty then. Oh, he's guilty, But yeah. everybody in the States was like, yeah, no, this is our guy. Yeah. He sounds horrible. It's our guy. Uh, oh. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Uh, okay, so now everything I'm about to tell you now comes from the Warren Commission, yep. which was established by the new president, LBJ, to investigate the assassination. Wait, 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 wait. Who took over? LBJ. Yeah. Linda B. Johnson. Yes, yes, He yes. was vice president at the time. Okay, but his brother, Bobby, came in afterwards. He was never president. Didn't, didn't Robert get... Oh, no, no. He was about to get elected, and then he got assassinated as well. Yeah, he was attorney general for a while, and then he, I think, yeah, was running for president or I something. I thought he or, was like... Or running for senate or something. He, he was, was either just elected or about to be elected, then he was killed. Like, not I'm to f- president, I don't no, think. No, I think so. He wasn't just elected then, but he might have been running. Something to look up. Um, Correct it on later. So I'm going to tell you lots of information as if it's fact, yep. and then I'm going to tell you other reasons why lots of people think it's not true. And then you can decide what you want to believe. Okay. Okay. Is it, are there that many options? There are many options. Okay. There's one that's like, this is most likely what happened in my opinion. But there's a lot of, there's many conspiracy theories. True. So, uh, President, President Kennedy's visit to Dallas was big news and published in every newspaper. In the days before, Oswald asked his friend Frazier for a lift back to Irving, the city, not the... Um, gas station sure obviously uh saying he had to pick up some curtain rods the next morning he comes back to dallas which is the day of the assassination leaves behind 170 dollars and his wedding ring but took a large paper bag with him which is said to be the curtain rods okay one of oswald's co-workers at the depository he wants to say suppository um (laughs) just entirely a desirable (laughs) discharge (laughs) Uh, he says he saw Oswald on the sixth floor at about 11.55. That's where the shots came from, the sixth floor. Um, at about 11.55 a.m., and he didn't see him again until after the shooting was over. Witnessed Howard Brennan was sitting across the street from the depository, heard the shot come from above, and looked up to see a man with a rifle fire another shot from the corner window of the sixth floor. Brennan gave a description, and police broadcast it three times before 1 p.m. that day. Okay. So within a half an hour. After the shots, Oswald Hid covered the rifles with boxes and went down the rear stairwell. On the second floor, he runs into supervisor, uh, Roy Truly, his supervisor, and Dallas police officer Marion L. Baker, who already has his gun pooled. And Truly says, oh, no, that's Lee. He just works here. Don't worry about him. Off he goes. Go no, ahead. No questions. Walks out the front door before police even seal off, because the, they, they could see where the shots came from eventually. Yeah. And people were like, I saw a gun over there. So they pretty quickly got over there and sealed off, but he had already walked out the front door. When questioned shortly after, the supervisor said that Oswald is the only employee not here, and he immediately becomes a suspect. He's like, why isn't he here? Everybody else stuck around and waited. He's not here anymore. Yeah. At 1240, Oswald gets on a bus. Traffic is slow. He requests a transfer and gets off two blocks later, then takes a cab, which I'm like, if traffic is slow. Why just sit in it? <laughs> just wait in the bus. Like the, the cab's not going any faster. <laughs> anyway, gets to his house, arrives at 1 p.m., 
And his housekeeper says he walked into his room, came out wearing a different outfit, and left. Because he's, he's very suspicious based on this story. Yeah, so this is within a half an hour of the shooting. At 1.15, Dallas patrolman J.D. Tippett drove up his parole car alongside Oswald, likely because he fit the description that the other guy was like. Yeah. Just, right? Um, so witnesses say the two exchanged words through the car window. Tippett exited the car, and Oswald immediately takes out a gun, shoots him four times, and kills him. Then books it. Shoe store manager. This is all within 45 minutes. It's like, it could be the perfect, I'm sure, I haven't seen the movie JFK, but apparently it's great. I haven't seen it. Because I, like, I can see the timeline happening. Uh-huh. Um, shoe store manager Johnny Brewer then sees a man fitting Oswald's description duck into the entrance alcove of his store, but he's suspicious because the man never comes into the store. He just stays in the little underhang. Yeah. Right? And then continues across the street, slips into the Texas theater, movie, movie theater, without paying for a ticket. So he calls and he's, over to the clerk and says, hey, I just saw a guy slip in. He didn't pay for a ticket, so you should probably, like, kick him out of there or call the police or whatever. He was sort of suspicious. Police arrive. House lights go up in the theater, and they find Oswald in the back. Officer Nick McDonald gets to him first, and Oswald says, well, it's all over now. And McDonald's like, oh, great. He's surrendering. We're just going to take him for killing that cop now. Oswald hauls out the pistol. Oh, shoot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oswald holds up the pistol, shoots him. Pistol doesn't fire. McDonald disarms him and arrests him immediately. Okay, good. Thank God. He's arrested, though, for the killing of Officer Tippett. But once they get him back to the station, they recognize his name and go, hang on, this is the employee who was the suspect because he didn't stay at work right next to where the president was shot. So now they're like, hang on. Let's, we might let's back up the guy, truck right? here. Yeah, yeah. So he's interrogated several times over the next few days. He denies all accusations of killing Officer Tippett or the president, saying, I didn't shoot anybody. No, sir. I'm just a patsy. He later went on to star in the Broadway production of Spamalot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just patsy. Uh, I'm just a patsy. He also denies counsel because the only lawyer that he wants is John Apt, chief counsel to the Communist Party USA. Ah, oh, great. But he's out of, out of town for the weekend. He's out of town for the weekend. Honest to God, it's like, great lawyer then. When you need him, he's Grace. like, no, buy him around the bay. No. This <laughs> is? Uh, on November 24th, two days later, almost to the hour, detectives are escorting Oswald through the basement of the Dallas Police Headquarters towards an armored car. Because like, he's like, oh, yeah, everybody, everybody's yeah, everybody like, I'm going to get him, right? Yeah. Um, Dallas nightclub owner and police informant Jack Ruby bursts from the crowd and shoots Oswald at point-blank range in the abdomen. Oswald is taken to Parkland Memorial Hospital, the same hospital where Kennedy was pronounced dead, and dies at 1.07 p.m., two days and seven minutes after Kennedy in the same hospital. Damn. I mean, not damn if he actually did kill the president, but I mean, like, all of these answers are now... Right. A network television camera was broadcasting live as they brought Oswald towards the car. Millions of people watching NBC watched Oswald get shot live on TV. Wow. Right? Ruby says he killed him as a revenge killing. He couldn't let Jackie Kennedy and the Kennedy family go through what would be a difficult trial. It's like, can't do it. Just going to take him out. And so what happened to him then? He got arrested. He was put on death row and it was overturned and he just served his life in prison, but then he got sick and died. Wow. Yep. So... That's the story. That's the timeline. These are the facts that we presumably know. Okay? This is all in the the Warren Commission. Yep. Okay? Yep. Based on a lot of witness testimony. Yep. To be deemed factual. Right. Yep. So now let's debunk it. Let's assume that the Warren Commission is like the bullshit of this episode. Okay. And none of it's true. 
So here's None of it, or there are factions of it that are not true? Well, we don't know. This is the thing. Huh. We're, I mean, we do, it, like, this is what bystanders have said. I saw that guy run into here. I saw true. this, right? True. Uh, so even though one co-worker said, oh, yeah, he was up on the sixth floor. I saw him and didn't see him until after. One of Oswald's co-workers told the FBI on the day of the assassination that he saw Oswald reading the paper in the first floor break room at 11.50, which okay. is after he should have been upstairs. Another co-worker says he saw Oswald making a phone call on the first floor around the same time. The janitor says he spoke to Oswald on the first floor at 12 p.m., so now we're moving the timeline even later. Another co-worker said he ate his lunch on the sixth floor until about 10 after 12, and during that time, he didn't see Oswald or anyone else on the sixth floor. But he did admit the way that he, the box of the, the book depository is just like a bunch of textbooks in boxes waiting to go to schools. Yeah, right? yeah. So the way that the window he shot from, there was book, boxes of books all around it, like he had purposely, yeah, yeah, or the, the shooter, yeah, yeah. purposely um, put the books up so no one could see him. Yeah. So he said it's possible he could have been there and I just didn't see him and he didn't make any noise. Sure. And, and I left before the shooting happened. Yep. Also, the secretary left to go watch the motorcade and caught a glimpse of a man who she believed to be Oswald standing on the first floor just before the assassination happened. So, conflicting. Again, conflicting. it's all conjecture. It's all people's, yeah, right? Yep, yep, yep. Um, so now we're into the conspiracy theories. And a lot of these theories stem from the Zapruder film. The bullets. What? No. The, the, no, film. Yeah. Like film as in a movie. I, yeah, 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 but I'm saying, but it, don't they stem from the bullet? The we trajectory get, yeah, of the bullet. Some of it gets back to bullets, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Abe Zapruder took his 8mm camera down to Dealey Plaza to record a little home movie of mm. the President's Motorcade, and he captured the footage that we have all seen. For Have you ever seen the footage? No, but I'm going to go watch it. Yeah, you're going to watch it tonight. It's only 26 seconds. Oof. I mean, the actual assassination is 26 seconds. So I was there. Did, I, did you know this about Oh, me? you were there? Not during the assassination. <laughs> but uh, one time... Um, I was playing with Mallory Johnson and she, we went to Dallas for this conference. We played this conference Oh, cool! and our hotel was like two blocks away from the spot. So you can go, you can see the book depository place. You can see the sixth floor window. There's an X in the middle of the road where he was driving when he got shot, like a permanent X. It's wild. Um, so yeah. So, and there's this grassy knoll. So this guy was up on the grassy knoll taking footage and it's what we've all seen. And it's, it's a lot. So here are the theories. Number one, the Umbrella Man. Caught in this film is a man you can clearly see with an umbrella on a very sunny day. So he sort of stands out because you're like, why does he have an umbrella on a super sunny day? Maybe he's just cautious. Hmm. Maybe he's like, it's, it might rain. I'll just be prepared. Yep. Maybe he's using the umbrella to shield himself from the sun because he's, you know, sensitive to sunlight. Maybe he shot a poison dart from it. Ooh. As the Kennedys drive past, he raises the umbrella into the air. And some people say it was a signal for the gunman to shoot. Other people say he shot a poison dart <laughs> out of the umbrella. <laughs> he says, because he was asked about it, he says he wanted to heckle the president because he heard that the president didn't like the prime minister of Britain. And it's such a symbol of like the British monarchy and parliament to have umbrellas. Okay. So he like had held up the umbrella and like shook the umbrella. It's like, sure, bye. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's more factual than the the poison, the poison dart. dart that <laughs> that broke Buddy's <laughs> wrist, knee, and rib. Well, there were three shots. Remember, three. So, <laughs> <laughs> there was definitely gunfire. It wasn't just poison darts. Anyway, there's the grassy knoll. So this is where I've stood on this grassy knoll. Yes, by which is like it was weird. Um. So the theory is that there was a second gunman on the grassy knoll. 
that. So like, if this is the road going down, there's a like just a hill. Yep. Right here on the side of the road. Yep. And the the building is over here. So the two shots come from here, and another shot comes from the knoll. But isn't right. that where the cameraman was? Yeah. You said but the there camera- was lots of people. There was loads of people there. Oh, so the guy who took the shot was right next to the cameraman. Maybe if there was a second, if there was somebody who shot from over there. But that's what they're implying, is it? Yeah, I mean okay. it's a large, big grassy field-ish almost. Sure. So there was like hundreds. And of is people. it a rifle or a pistol? The uh, Harvey Oswald was shot with a rifle. Yeah. I would assume both because of the distance. You'd have to be a rifle. I guess so. But yeah. I mean, like if there's people on, you see a guy. So maybe a, a pistol then. Um. So a special committee. Oh wait, what was I saying? Uh, so yeah, the theory is the second gunman on the grassy knoll that actually made the killing shot. Yeah. And Oswald was just a decoy, like boom, boom, boom. Look up here. Maybe he won't hit them, but this guy definitely will. Yeah. Uh, special committee was assembled in 1976, um, which started this theory. They concluded there was likely a second shooter on the grassy knoll due to audio recordings of the sound of the shots. There was a. They sounded like on these audio recordings there was a fourth shot, even though they knew that from the books depository there was only three shots. And they found the casings of all three shots. So did they find the, like... So they heard a fourth shot, which they're like, oh, there was another gunman. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1982, another committee examined this evidence and completely discredited it entirely. There's another theory that the mob did it. Some people um, say that the mafia actually helped JFK steal the election in 1960. And that he didn't hold up his end of the deal in overthrowing Castro and reopening mafia-run casinos in Cuba. They were, they were losing all this money because they had these casinos in Cuba, which had been shut down, mm-hmm. and he didn't hold his part of the deal, so they are pissed off. And his brother, Bobby Kennedy, who was attorney general at the time, had a case against Jimmy Hoffa, who was a big mob head, and the mafia, and he's actually said, I got my brother killed. So that's another one. Like Bobby said that? I got Bobby my brother- has said, it was, I shouldn't have pushed so hard. I got my... I, and he said... They thought, very least, he would be a target. Never thought that his no. brother would be the target. Wow. So that's another thing. Another big theory is the government and the CIA did it, which okay. is like the biggest theory. So according to Dave Perry, who's like a big investigator into this kind of thing, this is the only theory that he can't debunk. Kennedy was apparently fed up with the shit the CIA was pulling. He found out that the CIA was trying to kill Castro without his knowledge, and that was actually proven to be factual. And the CIA feared that Kennedy would try and disband them. Uh, the head of the CIA at the time, Alan Dulles, was a member of the Warren Commission, which oversaw the investigation of the assassination and helped the committee come to the decision, oh, no, 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 there was only one shooter. It was Lee Harvey Oswald. Uh, so if the CIA was involved at all, it was a big conflict of interest for that guy to be on the committee. Hashtag hanky-panky. Hashtag hanky-panky. They were meeting in Area 51. Uh-huh. Uh, before the release of the Warren Commission, 29% of Americans thought Oswald acted alone while 52% believe it was some kind of conspiracy. So like a vast number of people were like, oh, no, no, no. It wasn't Oswald by himself. After they released the Warren Commissions, 87% of people believe that Oswald um, acted alone. Okay. So it's like, if their goal was get the popular opinion to be it's Lee Harvey Oswald, it worked. Yes. Right? Yep. Um, over the next few decades, debates about how many shots there were, where the shots came from, what, wis- what witnesses heard, all changed public opinion. Not to mention that the bullet that went through Kennedy and hit the governor in those three places was almost pristine. Like, the bullet did not, like, fracture or split open or whatever. And scientists have said, because they removed it from the governor's hip, scientists have said there's no way that the bullet that caused that much damage went through Kennedy's neck or head 
went through Buddy's wrist, his rib, into his hip, would come out the way that it did. So they say that bullet just hit him. Oh, okay. And the bullet that hit Kennedy was an entirely different bullet. And they can't find the casing for that one. Correct. So they say they had been yeah, hit by two different bullets. Unrelated, but insanely interesting, or bullshit, I'm not oh. sure. In 1998, the Assassinations Records Review Board found some inconsistencies in the previous investigations, and the board's chief analyst for military records concluded that the brain photographs in the Kennedy records were probably not Kennedy's brain. Well, I read that, I was like, start the car. What are you talking about? It's not his brain. Oh, man. That hit me. Yeah. My biggest, my biggest thing about like the presidential assassinations or anything weird like that is yeah. like, they didn't kill him. Like, he's not dead. Oh, like maybe. Like, oh, no. He dead. Uh, but like, I don't know. You don't know. Were you there? Did you bury him? Did you watch do the, the autopsy? Watch the video. I'm just, but like those yeah. kinds of things are yeah, like, I know. Yes. I'm, yes. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, he did. And like, and they, you can see, like, I saw pictures today and they're like, it's pretty graphic, but like I saw pictures of the inside of the car. Like With later. blood all of it. Just yeah, the yeah. blood all over the seats. Yeah. Pictures of Jackie Kennedy's outfit. Pictures of his shirt. Yeah. Like just covered. Um, so due to technology we now have, there are digital recreations of this Zapruder film that prove conclusively that all three shots fired came from the sixth floor. But not everyone is convinced. As late as 2017, only 33% of Americans believe that one man killed JFK. Wait, 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 wait. Back up. That last sentence was... Technology today has proven. This is what the sentence says. Yes, that all three shots did come from the sixth floor. Yeah, and that there wasn't a fourth shot. And through yeah, through dis- digital recreations, I don't know how they're proving that just through the film, but whatever. I guess because the film had audio and they could digitally tune up the audio or whatever. But anyway, even considering this, only thirty-three percent of Americans believe that it was just Lee Harvey Oswald. Okay, now, lots of people think sure he was involved, but. That it was just him, and he was just pissed off, and he was a communist, and he mm-hmm. just wanted him out of the way. Yeah, I guess the real question is, is like with the witness testimonies, like having mm. inconsistencies. Um, did he actually kill that cop? I mean, presumably the witness testimony said yes, and he was in the. The guy saw him going to the movie theater. He was in there, and he had a gun on him that fit the bullets that he. Okay, that's get. what I mean. So like. Yeah. Why would you go around killing cops? Okay, cool. exactly. So yeah, yeah. So he definitely was involved. There's no question about that. There's no qu- and like and why would you even if you're like a little bit loopy? Why would you just randomly kill a cop? That that's day? what I'm saying. Was yeah. that also fabricated? Right. So no. I mean, the cop is dead. The cop was shot. Yeah. And they found Levi Harvey Oswald in the movie theater with a gun. Also, like they, if it was the CIA, the CIA could have framed Oswald. Or there's and also killed the cop, and also they could have hired the person to kill Oswald before he ever went to trial. Like exactly. all of that, right? There's exactly, yeah. and the guy who killed Oswald had uh, ties to the mob and underground proceedings. But also, there's a theory that um, the Russians put Lee Harvey, Lee Harvey Oswald up to it because there's he, he was at the Russian embassy when he tried to get into Cuba or Mexico, rather. He was at the Russian embassy. And they know he spoke to somebody. They know who he spoke to, but they don't know what the conversation was. No. And, but then, and there's also conversations between, um, later, between um, Linda B. Johnson and, at the time, ex-president Nixon about this conversation that was had do, about the Oswald guy and do we know what happened there, whatever, blah, 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 blah. So it's like, there's a lot. There's a lot. Anyway, the government has released, like, 
I think it's 98% of all documentation to do. They At first, it was like in the 60s, they only re- released so much. They released more in the 80s. And then 2017, they released pretty much everything. A few things are redacted. Yeah. There's like 1% left that hasn't been released. So people Man. are like, it's pretty clear that it's probably ha- like it probably happened the way that it says it happened. Yeah. But also, maybe not. I think the moral of the story is there's a lot of hanky-panky. <laughs> And I, I just love that so much. because You know where no, that came from? Because I've never heard you say it before until last week. Yeah, it's Watergate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that was one of his quotes. Yeah. He said, and all of their hanky-panky. All hanky-panky. I love yeah. that it's stuck. Yeah, because it's I think that's hilarious. And it I think is. it's exactly, it's uh, I think it's accurate. And it's, it's so funny because all, well, at least we talked about this, about conspiracy theories and the ones that we find interesting in like yeah. Western culture. Yeah. Like I'm, there must be conspiracy theories in like Eastern Europe that we just, oh, yeah. we just don't know yeah, or care just, about. We don't know like, about the culture. must the be stuff culture. centered around the Berlin Wall, mm. you know, the rise and fall of fascism or communism. Like even, even the rise of Hitler, like with the burning yeah. of the Reichstag, like he burned that, but like, did yeah. he actually burn that? Like about, right. that's a big... And the whole Princess Diana thing, uh-huh. right? That's a whole conspiracy on whether the royal family actually had her killed and like, yeah. and that's just like a couple that we know off the top of our heads, but I'm sure yeah. there's lots. Lots, but, yeah. but whatever reason, American history... I don't know. It I just, think it's just, it also has just been grilled in us because it's like we as Canadians have been like almost brainwashed into being like, oh, they're the superior country. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. We're like, we're, we have better healthcare and we're free and mm-hmm. we don't have to worry about gun control and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But they're, you know, all we see is American television. Yeah. Which is like the number one thing being like, we are great. America's the best. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. It's wild. Scary stuff. Funny. Well, not funny, but interesting. Not funny, but very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, we definitely need to continue with conspiracy theories another week. I really like it. Um, anything else you'd like to talk about, Evan? Well, I don't know about the science experiment. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll put it at the end of this episode to tell people that uh, don't happen to see the post that we're going to put up. Okay. If you happen to listen to this and not see the post, <laughs> which is very unlikely, <laughs> um, what we're going to do is we're going to do a little science experiment. Right. So I saw this science experiment today. It's like grade three science experiment. Don't get too excited, people. Yeah. Don't but, explain it right now. No, I won't. No, just let them know yeah. that it's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. And I, and I wanted to show Jeff because I was like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, Jeff would find this cool. We're recording tonight. I'm going to show him. Yep. But it's very visual. So it's not good to do right now on the podcast. I was like, maybe what we can do is do our first video splain. Yeah. And um, so that's what we're going to do. Maybe. Yeah. One of our next episodes, like within the next little bit, yeah. we should do a, a visual episode as well. Like part of the podcast, like record it as well. But it's really boring to watch us sit and talk. Do you know what, though? A lot of people only, like Joe Rogan, will only watch him, not just listen. Like my buddy Josh will only watch it. He won't listen. Interesting. Yeah. But maybe we could do something interesting. Maybe we could like, I was going to say cook supper, but that's a little too, <laughs> a little too intimate. Not too intimate, but. Perfectly uh, intimate. Not or like we can go for a walk or something. I don't know how. We could walk with my MacBook and hold the mics. <laughs> <laughs> you hold the interface, I'll hold the MacBook. Yeah, just put it all in the backpack. I don't know. There's got to be something we can do to. To go visual? Yeah, to go visual. Mm, I, don't know. I mean, I wouldn't watch people doing a podcast. Rude. I'd watch us. I wouldn't watch anyone doing it. I just don't think that's inter- interesting. Z- I was trying to say entertaining and interesting. Entertaining. Entertaining. <laughs> entertaining. <laughs> Anyways, go check out the new video. We're going to be posting it, um, I, I, I think, hypothetically, before you actually would hear this. The video is probably. Yeah, actually. probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, cool. As normal. Make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Splaincast. Like, comment, all that kind of fun stuff. Let us know what you think. 
But more importantly, uh, what we are hoping that everyone does is take the opportunity, if you're listening, to go to Apple Podcast and leave a beautiful, gorgeous review. Let us know what you think. Uh, give us all those big five stars. I know you can't do it through um, Spotify right now. Uh, so if you, even if you don't listen through Apple Podcasts, just log in, give us a little review, let us know what you think, or write a review on our Facebook page. I think you can do that also. Sure you can. And yeah. also, I put a couple possible reviews you can even use it. You can copy and paste it. Copy and paste it. Yeah, that'd be... That'd be <laughs> They're hilarious. <laughs> thank you. Uh, so thank you to those who have already done that. We really appreciate it. And if you have some conspiracy theories you want us to explain or anything else, you can me- send us a message at info. What is it? <laughs> info. 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 Dot at yeah. gmail.com. <laughs> See, we were off last week. Wait, no, we weren't. <laughs> no, we weren't. Oh, God. We're just both off right now. Oh, we're definitely off. Yeah. Well, we hope you learned something this week. And if you didn't, which is likely... There's always next week.